Well, good evening. Saturday night, the lights lit. My name is Jeff Hare. Welcome. You did you hear that? Miles Davis. Oh yeah, love to Miles Davis. Along with my good friend and producer, the great Russ Omar, we welcome you tonight. To uh, what a week it's been. Really, uh, kind of cool out in California. Really, uh, I don't think I've seen the sun. Maybe maybe more than a day or two out here, and. Uh, didn't get any higher most week most of the week till I mean, didn't get any higher than 65 degrees. It's been kind of cool. I did happen to see the forecast for this next week. It's supposed to warm up a bit, but I hope where you are, it's nice. Uh, we didn't get any rain or anything like that. But man, it sure has been. You still wearing your jacket out? Who'd have believed? In, who'd have really thought that in June, mid June, we'd be out wearing jackets still? I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Hey, tonight I thought I'd do something just a bit different. Uh, I think what I'll do is I'll do a uh, Top 10 list. I haven't done a top 10 list in a long time. I don't know if I've ever podcasted one or not. Maybe you did a long time ago. But uh, but anyway, what I got to thinking about is I was at the Angels-Cubs game in Anaheim the other night, baseball game, and I started looking at all the food that they sell at the ballpark. And there's only foods that you will only eat at the ballpark or at a carnival or a festival, but you would never even consider taking to your house. All right? And I found about 10 different things or so, so I thought I'd tell you about tonight. You'll agree, you'll disagree, but uh, hey, nothing else makes us think, right? wonder why that is. Some of that stuff is just something. But anyway, there are 10 items that we'll only eat out about and you'll never take home. Number 10, peanuts in the shell. The only places that you see peanuts in the shell are at baseball games. They sell them all over the ballpark, up and down the aisles. Peanuts, peanuts, peanuts. You go to every concession stand, big peanut displays. I've never known anybody to take peanuts in the shell home and eat them at home. They are a mess. Eat them at the ballpark, you eat them, you throw the shells down and that's that. That's what they want you to do. I, I know there's a steakhouse, what was it, Texas Roadhouse or something a few years ago that used to have these big barrels of peanuts in there and you used to eat peanuts and throw the shells on the floor and while you're waiting for your table. But for the most part, like I say, I don't know anybody who takes peanut in the shell, takes them to their house and gives them out. I mean, <laughs> what a mess that would be, wouldn't it? I mean, I, I get peanuts, the platters, dry roasted, those are pretty good. But no, no, no. peanuts in the shell, I don't think so. Ballpark, yeah, heck yeah. But other than that, no. Number nine, funnel cakes. Now, you remember funnel cakes, right? They're just deep fat fried dough. They're pretty good, actually. They pour strawberries stuff on it or, you know, jellies or jams or whatever. Chocolate. It's pretty good. It really is. 2,000 calories for one, probably. I mean, man, those things are just nothing but fat. Go right to your cholesterol, right? Oh, boy. My cardiologist, uh, you got to keep it away from the cardiologist if he sees that. Of course, if he sees that, he might get excited thinking, hey, I'll see her again in the next week or two. and I'll be making more money and off to the Bahamas I go. So anyway, uh, yeah, and I don't know anybody who makes funnel cakes at home. I mean, it'd be easy enough. If you got a deep fat fryer, just go ahead and make them. But no, I don't think so. But when you're out and about, if you're at a carnival, you're at a fair, you're at a festival, you see one, hey, I might have to have one of those. I'm sure the wife doesn't see. All right, number eight. How about this one? This one's kind of personal. When I was in the bowling league all those years ago, and Omar, you remember that bowling league. <laughs> now, someday we'll have to tell stories about that, won't we? Uh, I would only drink Miller High Life in the clear bottles, the champagne and bottle beer. That was it. Like, I don't even know if you could buy it. I know you might not, but I didn't know if you could buy it back then. It was always hard to come up with. But, man, I tell you what, the bowling alley had it, and they would sell lots and lots of it. It seemed like everybody was drinking. That's all they drink, Miller High Life. Hey, you want a Miller? Yeah. But then you go out. You couldn't buy it. Nobody had it. You couldn't go to anybody's house. Or you go, I'll take a Miller High Life, please. I think you're crazy. But. Man, at the bowling alley, they sold tons and tons of it, but at home, no. I think they sell it, like I said, I think I've seen it out there now. Miller, the champagne, a bottle of beer right there in the 
clear glass jar or clear, clear glass bottle. Anyway. All right. How about number seven, deviled eggs? All right. Now, deviled eggs, does anybody ever really eat those at home? I mean, I'm going to tell you what. Here's how they usually work. Usually at picnics or church potlucks or, you know, places like that. But I have never, ever seen a reunion type of thing party. But I've never, ever seen anybody say, I think for dinner tonight, I'll whip up a batch of deviled eggs. Just don't really ever see it. But again, if there's a reunion out there to dance at the VFW Hall potluck, you know, boy, I tell you what, they're right there. People make them and bring them out. Yeah, I brought deviled eggs. Cool. Let me tell you about deviled eggs. This is how you you want you want to know how you make this work. I got a rule about potlucks, and that is anytime you go to a potluck, be it a church or like you say the American Legion Hall or class reunion or wherever, anywhere that you'd have to have a potluck, always try to sit near the serving table. Okay, a you'll get a deviled egg. And B, some guy invariably is going to bring in a bucket of chicken, Kentucky Fried Chicken, and put it there. And if you're up there up front, you'll get yourself a piece of chicken too. I'm telling you, this is how it works. If you wait, if you sit back at the in the back of the line thinking, oh, I'm just going to sit and chat a little bit, you're going to get stuck with the five green bean casseroles that are always left, right? You know what I'm talking about, the green bean casseroles. There's always five or six of those left at the end. And somebody made a spaghetti type of salad that's kind of, kind of clumping together that nobody's eating. You'll get that, all that you want if you get the end of the line. But try to get the beginning. You get your deviled egg and get your chicken that comes out of the KFC bucket. Anyway, that's just a hint. You'll thank me later, believe me. Uh, how about those ugly nachos? We'll make this one number six. Ugly nachos. I'm not talking about when you go to a nice restaurant or even a bad restaurant and you order nachos and they bring over a plate and they got the, the chips on it there and there's always a salsa and maybe some sour cream and some guacamole. You know, it's pretty good stuff. Hey, it, it is for the most part. But if you ever go to like a high school football game or, or uh, uh, any place that has a concession stand, right, you know, they'll sell nachos. You think, okay, I'll have nachos. You say, I'll have an order of nachos, please. And they always get up like this little plastic dish type of thing or this little paper dish, I should say. And then the, the nachos will come, uh, the chips themselves will come out of the cellophane bag and throw them in there. And then they'll put, they get the cheese dip out of some plastic container sitting there, right? And they'll push a button and they'll drip these cheese dip there. And they'll give it to you. And you think, oh, wow, wait, great, I got nachos. Huh. No. I've never known anybody really to go home to their house and say, you know what? I think I'm going to go out and buy one of those plastic cheese distributors there. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to buy one of those plastic cheese things there, and it's that way I get my own nachos. Nah, no one does that. You know, hey, they may have nachos at home, right, but you do it the right way. You don't do it this way. And this way, oh, man, I don't, I, I've had it a few times. It's like, man, these, are, these aren't very good. I paid a lot of money for it. I stick to hot dogs at the ball game. But the, anyway, those are the ugly nachos. How about number five, Cracker Jacks? Now, I love Cracker Jacks. When I was at the ball game Thursday night, I had a bag of Cracker Jack. Every time I go to the ballpark, I get Cracker Jack, but not at home. They are messy. They get all over your hands. They gum up your fingers, and invariably you drop one somewhere, and it just there's parts of it all over the place, right? It just seems like you're just a big, big mess. And again, at the ballpark, you don't mind. You just wipe them off. Nah, the heck with it. I'm at the ball game. I'm going to be dirty. But at home, you just don't want to get all over the place. I do, but I do love Cracker Jack. Like I said, even to this day, you know, like I said, I went to the ballpark the other night. First thing I ordered is Cracker Jack. Kristen wanted peanuts. I got her peanuts. I had Cracker Jack. It's like the song says. Speaking of songs, though, you know the prizes in these boxes aren't very good anymore. You're right. It's just a little paper thing, right? You know, it used to be Cracker Jack had a prize or say, you know, your little kid's like, oh, I want the prize. You know, it turned out to be something. Like the old song says, you'll never find a Coupe de Ville hiding at the bottom of a Cracker Jack box. Certainly not right now. You just get a little piece of paper thing anyway. All right. That's number uh, five. Number four, carameled apples. Now, I love carameled apples. 
Remember, I'm into Vaughn's buying groceries and come to be autumn of the year. And I might have one. Really, I might, you know. Or if you go out to a, a fair, you see a lot of them at fairs, right? There's always a big caramel apple thing. It's like, oh, wow, those look good. Man, I got to have one of those. But, you know, they really don't do you any good. And I'm not talking about from a nutritional standpoint. I mean, you know, I mean, but I'm talking about, man, they get in your teeth. They get in your, get your hands all sticky. You get them all in my clothes. And you know what? They're just everywhere. Now, they're not really that good either to begin with. I mean, you know, you, they look better than they really taste. I mean, a caramel apple, you know, I mean, they, they really, really look great. You take a bite of them. Oh, man. I wasn't that, you know, as good as I thought it was going to be. But uh, anyway, you ever notice a, thing, a couple things about those, though? Women never buy them. It's usually men, right? Because men got this thing, oh, it's a caramel apple, look good. And most women, this goes my mom, my sister, my ex-wife, and my wife now. They just say, oh, no, man, you don't want anything to do with that. Oh, no, no, I want a caramel apple, a caramel apple. Kristen, man, if I brought a caramel apple home, she'd throw it outside. You don't want that. You know why? Why? Because it's a mess. Why do you taste it? Women know this. Men don't. Men always buy it. And you know what's funny, too? If you go to a grocery store and a man will buy one for his kids, it's always a man does it. Women won't, but a man, there's kids, maybe, you know, guys had his kids out the grocery store. Hey, I want a caramel apple, Dad. They'll buy it. And he always kind of look, and I was kind of smiling myself, saying, huh, dude, you don't know what you're getting involved with with this. It's just a caramel apple, right? Yeah, right. Have fun with that. All right, next. How about snow cones? Now, when I was a kid, snow cones were huge. You go to a ball game, you always had to have a snow cone, which was ice and some kind of colored substance put on it. It was, wasn't too bad, but I don't know. At the end of the day, I'm not real sure why we liked them. You know, I'd mother rich, much rather get that uh, soft serve ice cream now that they sell. They sell them at ball games in miniature toy batting helmets. Really, they do. I'd rather have that than a snow cone. Snow cones just seem like get all over and became a mess. You know, like I say, you get a snow cone, you go home, it's all over your shirt. Your mom said, you have a snow cone? No. Yeah, what's all over your shirt? Uh, oh, yeah, I guess you did a bad job washing. Yeah, that, that always went well. Anyway, number two. Number two thing, ice cream and a miniature toy batting helmet. You can't go to any baseball game anywhere without seeing it. And I want to tell you this. There's a couple things about this. First off, the ice cream's pretty good. <laughs> you know, I mean, you feel like ice cream and then there's a, a batting helmet. It comes in a batting helmet. You know, you're not going to do too bad with that. It's not going to be bad. The guy that figured out, the marketing guy who worked for some major league baseball team who figured out, you know what we can do? We can sell soft serve ice cream and miniature toy batting helmets, and we're going to sell trillions of them. That guy's a genius. I bet he made a trillion dollars doing that. I bet he did. I bet he sold that. Now, because that's all you see at ball games now, people coming out with their little batting helmet full of ice cream. You know, the biggest problem with them is, though, what do you do with them when you're done? And invariably, if you're with your kids, your grandkids or whatever, they're going to say, hey, I want to take it home. I want to take it home. And then they go home and they forget it in the car and you end up throwing it away or it gets all over. Next thing you know, it's like, what do I got this thing? You know, just, yeah, it's, they're, they're fine, but you're not going to use them at home. No. Most people don't even do soft serve ice cream at home. I wish I could. If I was smart enough to figure it out or made enough money where I could afford a machine or do it, I think I'd think about it. But. And who knows? Maybe I would even go out and buy some batting helmets to put them in. I don't know. Anyway. All right. What do we got next? Uh, number or oh, number one. Okay. The number one thing that you only buy and eat when you are out and you will not do at home. You know what it is? Cotton candy. As good as cotton candy is, you don't want it anywhere near your house because it gets everywhere. It really does. You get it, you know, if you have it. And usually what I do is if I'm out and the kids want cotton candy or something my granddaughters would say you can't want the cotton candy you want don't put it in the car and don't bring it in the house but slide grandpa over some will you <laughs> gotta love it anyway all right so uh 
That's just uh, just uh, my uh, just general thoughts about things. What do you think, Omar? Do you agree with that? <laughs> oh, yeah, I figured you would. Anyway, don't forget, uh, I'd like to see you. Uh, be sure you like, did you hear that on Facebook? You'll get the blog, and you will get the, the podcast. I'll probably be back tomorrow with another story. I got a busy week coming up this week, and uh, I want to get another story or two out before you don't hear anything from me from a couple, for a couple days. But uh, anyway, thanks for joining me. This is Did You Hear That? My name is Jeff Hare. Have a good rest of your weekend. Take us home, Mr. Miles Davis.